You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, guys? You are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to get some more info, go to bigbenches.com and check out our Better Benching Academy. This is the number one resource if you want to improve your bench press in a big way. We're talking 20, 30-pound PRs. Go check that out. Today's episode, we are talking about creating a crazy arch on the bench press. Why is having a crazy arch to our benefit? Well, obviously, we don't have to press the bar as far. And this is often a heated, debated topic between lifters and competitive athletes, okay? Because typically, lifters in the commercial gym who don't compete, right, they say, hey, arching's cheating. Arching's bad for your back, right? We might have heard those things before. And then the competitive lifter obviously understands the importance of a great arch, is always looking to improve the arch because it's going to help us in competition. All right, and what those commercial gym goers need to understand, those who don't compete, is why we arch. If one, it is completely safe for the back, especially if you do it correctly. There is nothing that is you're not healthy about getting into a good globally arched position or on the bench press. In fact, it's actually going to keep your shoulders very, very safe. All right, and then to also touch on if arching is cheating, it absolutely is not because in competition, us powerlifters know all we need is our butt to be in contact with the pad. Nothing saying our mid-back needs to be on the pad. We need to be flat benching. You know, There's no rule saying that. So why wouldn't we try to create any mechanical advantage that we can? That's part of the technique behind the movement. Okay, so with that aside, with that the debate aside, let's get into how to create that crazy arch that you're looking for. All right, and it all comes down to leverages. You may have heard me say leverage this or leverage that in videos before, podcast episodes. What's that really mean? Okay, when we're talking about leveraging ourselves into a good arch, so that is things like, if you were to wedge yourself by, you know, creating that pinch by pushing against the safeties of the bench press, right? That's leveraging, for example, okay? Using your legs to push onto your traps, onto the back of your neck to create a higher chest position, that's leveraging, all right? Anything that is using force to get us into a, a better, tighter position, as opposed to what you see most lifters go about doing, right? Just kind of flopping their bodies back on the bench press, trying to just passively create a pinched position with their back, and then thinking they're ready to go, okay? I'll tell you what, a passive setup process, uh, one that, you know, you're not using any leverage, is going to feel pretty comfortable, all right? You're going to be able to replicate that very easily. It's not going to exhaust you. Okay, but having a good, tight, leverage setup, one that has a crazy arch on the bench press, which is what we're aiming for, it is going to be exhausting. It is not going to feel comfortable whatsoever. All right, you have to understand going in that creating a crazy arch is a very active process. 
Okay, it is tough to wedge and leverage yourself into these positions. So let's just clear that right now. That if you're doing this correctly and creating a crazy arch, the only way you're going to be able to do that is through leveraging yourself and it be extremely uncomfortable. Okay, if, if your setup's currently a comfortable process where you just lay back on the bench press and think you're ready to go, then you are not maximizing your potential. I can tell you that right now. Okay, maximizing your potential, you are going to feel absolutely horrible and winded after setup. If you ever seen me in our videos on YouTube, you'll know that. You know, I'm trying to catch my breath after demonstrating a setup, that's for sure. So, let's get into I want to kind of talk through the process of setting up and then where we could potentially utilize leverage to help us gain a bigger arch, okay? And no matter what you ultimately end up looking like, and this is an important thing to get down, all right? My arch is not going to look like your arch is not going to look like someone else's arch, okay? Everyone has a different level of flexibility, um, you know, the mobility that to be able to get into that position, you're just, you're not going to look the same as someone else. Your body structure is going to be different, all right? So don't try to replicate someone else. Don't think just because you don't end up looking like me in my arch that you're not doing things right, okay? Because you're not necessarily going to be able to get there. But the things that we do to try to get into the tightest position possible are all things anyone can do and should be trying to do is maximize their potential for their arch, okay? Not everyone's potential arch is the same. However, everyone can maximize their potential arch. Does that make sense? So as we go through the process right now, all right, so first thing that we're trying to do is get a pinch and tuck with our shoulder blades. Our feet are usually on the pad or on the floor, you know, whatever you want to end up doing ultimately. But we are first setting our shoulders in a good tight position. Very important that we pack our shoulders together and then try to pull our chest tall. In order to do that, you know, one way without leverage, right, you would just kind of squeeze in your back. The other way to get into a tighter position, right, maximize our leverages for a crazy arch, you can use the safeties or you can use the uprights of the bench rack or whatever you have around you to push yourself into that position. So if I push against the safeties, right, of a bench press unit or the uprights, I can pack my shoulders in even tighter. If I can pack my shoulders in even tighter, guess what? When that weight comes out, I'm not going to have to travel as far because I'm in a good packed position, more so than I would be otherwise. Okay, so again, improving leverages. Uh, then we go into bridging. All right, so that's our first area of leverage is getting that pinch, pushing against something. Next thing that we're going to want to do is bridge up. So whether your feet are on the floor or on the pad, we want to use our feet as a way to help leverage our positioning on the bench press. All right, for example, I'm going to be able to really get into a big belly, tall, chest up position where my weight is back in the back of my neck or upper traps. Uh, I'm essentially creating, like I'm benching off a decline bench, right, by bridging up. That's the best leverage I could ever get. Imagine if I could take the bar out and bench in that position. I would travel half an inch, not even Right, so obviously we're trying to maintain as much of that as possible. Our butt needs to be in contact with the bench, but the bridge process helps get us there. As opposed to if you just created your pinch but didn't really utilize your lower body to help get into a tighter position. 
Or we want to bridge off the off the pad. We want to bridge off the floor. We want to get our hips high so that we can push our weight back onto our traps. And that's going to help us uh, gain leverage in order to create a better arch. Okay. We need to have that leverage of lifting our hips and being able to push that weight back up on the traps. So those are the first two ways in which we can help ourselves create a crazy arch on the bench press. All right, the next thing that we're doing is obviously we're going to have to bring our hips down at some point, our feet down from atop the bench, depending on how you used your lower half to bridge up. And in that process, you can use leverage by creating a lat pullover type motion to the bar while it's in the rack. Okay, that is going to allow you to pull your sternum up as you drop your hips down. Okay, and we are primarily looking to arch at the upper back. And we're going to be able to do this more effectively when we have that leverage set in place. So if I'm creating force with my lats to pull my sternum up, I'm able to create more of that T-spine extension than if I was just to let my hips fall and not have anything to kind of keep my position hoisted up. All right, that's the third area, and that's a big one in terms of creating a better arch. All right, definitely utilize the bar to your advantage to help drive your sternum up as you're bringing your hips down to the pad and you're getting your feet out into position. Just another way in which that we can create the better arch just by simple leveraging principles that usually just often go unnoticed or not thought of. Okay, and then... From there, really utilizing our legs, utilizing our leg drive, because as soon as that weight comes out of the rack, it just wants to push our arch down. So being able to utilize our legs in order to push back effectively and essentially be that end cap for us, all right, we need that force in place because we're trying to oppose that weight wanting to flatten us out. All right, that's a very critical thing is that we are opposing the weight, flattening us out to create that arch, especially as we lower the weight. Right? When we lower the weight, our bodies just want to collapse down. It's very easy to give in to that. Our leg drive helps us reach our sternum to the bars, that weight's coming down, and then therefore creates that compressive pop. Okay, think about loading a spring. That weight's coming down on the spring. All this tension's being stored up, and it's going to want to pop the weight back. As opposed to if that spring didn't have any tension to it, you know, think of a barbell falling on a slinky. It's just going to freaking collapse the thing, right? But if you think about a strong coil wire, load a barbell on the thing, it's going to want to shoot it right back up. That's how you got to utilize your legs when you're bench pressing, all right? create that leverage in order to get more out of your positioning you don't have to travel as far as the weight and that's also going to give you tremendous benefit towards being able to transfer more force into the bar all right so there you have it guys those are some of the simple ways in which we can create a better arch through simple principles of leveraging um those are some of the the tips and tricks on how to do it all right arching completely safe for your back a must-do for a competitive powerlifter and anyone looking to actually save their shoulders from potential injury because a better arch, your shoulders are tucked underneath you well. They're not loading the shoulders. In fact, we're going to be loading our lats. So if we can do this well, we're going to be able to bench press without injury for a long time. 
Okay, long, long time of sustained PRs and progress without worrying about pec tears, shoulder injuries, and all that that typically comes with the bench press that people think of when we think of these upper body injuries. All right, guys, I appreciate everyone tuning in to this episode of the BenchCast. Leave a five-star review. It would be greatly appreciated. Tell a friend about the show, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.